This is the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief, keeping you informed about the happenings in Annapolis and the area. Local news, local sports, local events, local opinion, and of course, local weather. The Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief starts now. Good morning. It's Thursday, March 19th, 2020. This is John Frenet, and this is your Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. Sort of a bizarre story out of southern Anne Arundel County. On St. Patrick's night at about 845, police responded to the 400 block of Fairhaven Road in Tracy's Landing for a stabbing. When they got there, they found that there was a 57-year-old male victim who was parked in his car alongside the road. He said that a suspect approached from within the woods, yelling and screaming. He approached the vehicle and stabbed the victim and ran away. The victim was treated at a local hospital for non-life-threatening injuries. Police were quickly able to identify a suspect and made an arrest yesterday of a 51-year-old man of the 400 block of Fairhaven Road in Tracy's Landing, and he's been charged with attempted second-degree murder, assault in first and second degree, reckless endangerment, and concealment of a dangerous weapon. And in another bizarre incident, but not here in Anne Arundel County, neighboring Prince George's County in the city of Bowie, the Bowie police are warning residents about a man going door-to-door testing for coronavirus. He approached at least two homes on Tuesday. He's said to be in his late 20s to early 30s, wearing an orange vest and a blue surgical mask on his face. At one home, the person answered the door and wouldn't let him inside. The second home, he actually entered through an unlocked door and when confronted, did run away. The police don't have a suspect. They don't have any leads. But if anybody comes to your house offering to test for coronavirus or to cure it or anything like that, call police. It is a scam. Late last night, we got word from the governor's office that Maryland has seen its first fatality as a result of the COVID-19 virus. It was a 60-year-old man in Prince George's County, which did have some underlying medical conditions. And in a statement, Governor Hogan said, it is with profound sadness that I announced the first death in Maryland as a result of the coronavirus pandemic. I ask all Marylanders to join me in praying for his family and loved ones during this difficult time. As we pray for his loved ones, I ask that we continue to pray for each other, for our state, and for our nation as we face this crisis together. We must use every possible resource at every level of government to save lives and keep people safe. Governor Hogan will be having another press conference this morning at 10 a.m. We will have all that information as soon as it's available. You want to make sure you're checking out ionanapolis.net to keep your up to speed. In addition to that death, the official count so far is 85 confirmed cases in the state of Maryland with four in Anne Arundel County. That will be updated at 10 a.m. this morning as they do every day. If you didn't get a chance to listen to it, we did a podcast with a friend of mine, Kathy, who lives in Paris, France. She's been there since 2016 on a long-term business assignment and wanted to find out what the lockdown was all about, what the general tenor was in Paris. And we spoke to her for about a half hour. And I've got to say that the lockdown is not quite as draconian and scary as I thought it was, but it was a really useful, neat, insightful discussion we had. And Kathy uh, is an East Puerto Rican, so it is an East Puerto Rican in Paris. Some somewhat good news out of all this for brewers and distillers, anyhow. Peter Francho has made an announcement, and Francho is a huge fan of both breweries and distilleries. In an effort to help keep them afloat, he is suspending the enforcement of limits imposed on takeout. Current state law says how much you can specifically take away from a craft 
brewery or a craft distillery to consume at home or off the property. And in a statement, Francho said, like restaurants, our state's flourishing breweries and distilleries greatly depend on customers visiting their tap rooms and tasting rooms to make ends meet. Given the necessary shutdown of these establishments, we are lifting these arbitrary limits to generate more dollars so they can persevere during these tough times. It is good to see all the arms of government working together for everybody in Maryland. Yesterday afternoon, County Executive Stuart Pittman announced that all county buildings would now be closed to the public. They will remain open to county employees. This does include any state offices that are in county buildings, which would include the Department of Social Services. Police and fire stations will remain open to the public for emergencies. County parks will remain free and open to the public. And county recycling centers, the Millersville Landfill, and trash and recycling schedules will remain unchanged. Luminous Health, which is the parent company of Anne Arundel Medical Center, has announced a more restrictive policy for visitors, and they are not going to allow visitors into their facilities, with few exceptions. Those exceptions are patients that are extremely critical, life-threatening condition, and that would be determined by a physician caring for the patient. Mothers in labor may have one visitor per day. Children under 21 are able to have a parent or guardian with them. Patients undergoing surgery may have a support person. Patients requiring an outpatient procedure where they do need a companion for assistance. People who serve as a surrogate for decision-making as well as people performing official government functions. Late yesterday afternoon, the Naval Academy announced that the midshipmen would not be returning to the yard. They would be online and remote instruction. In a statement, they said, given how rapidly the coronavirus disease has spread and the response efforts locally, nationally, and within the Department of Defense, Superintendent Sean Buck announced today the decision to delay the return of the brigade of midshipmen from spring break until further notice. The midshipmen will begin online remote academic instruction this Friday. There is no word on any of the commissioning week events or the graduation. I imagine that will be coming fairly soon. Just up the street at St. John's College yesterday, they also announced that their students would be finishing the semester at home or someplace else other than the campus unless they absolutely need to be there, and they will complete their studies also by online or remote means. Right now, I did check, and the croquet match, which is scheduled for Saturday, April 18th, has not been canceled, and they do have a note right on their page, but they do say to check back to make sure. Again, that was scheduled for April 18th, and if I was a betting man, I would say that that's going to be canceled as well. Finally, in some other school news, Kansas, and this is not real local, but the state of Kansas has canceled all public schools for the rest of the year. They are going to go to an online model as well. I would expect that we might see that here in Maryland fairly soon. The Anne Arundel County Public Library is really stepping up to the plate. They have opened up their checkbooks, and they are buying an extra $150,000 worth of new digital content over the next couple weeks. Starting today at 1030, the Anne Arundel County Public Library Facebook page is going to be the place to be. They are going to have daily live story times at 1030, daily 30-minute concerts from the band Squirrel at noon. Miss Joanna's STEM activity will be presented every day at 115. And on Fridays at 7 p.m., they're going to have the Great Movie Discussions Club. And this week, they're going to be talking about murder on the the Orient Express. I hope it was the original one and not the most recent one because the most recent one was a piece of crap. They also do remind everybody about their online digital collection. E-books, e-audiobooks, e-magazines, streaming movies, music, databases, all available for free. Parents now have a new asset called Tumble Math for kindergarten through fifth grade where they can get math concepts when a fun educational way. And remember, they have Canopy, which is a movie streaming service that's available to you, as well as Ancestry.com's library edition. So if you're looking to build a family tree during your downtime, that would be a great place to start. If you don't have a library card, you can get one. You can get a virtual card. It's good for 90 days. All of that information can be found at aacpl.com. 
net. And finally, as we wrap up the news, this is good news from Giant Food. They are now dedicating a specific hour, 6 a.m. to 7 a.m. every day for senior citizens, as well as individuals that may have compromised immune systems. In a statement, they said that every store in Washington, D.C., Maryland, Virginia, and Delaware will offer the dedicated shopping hours, and that the stores would operate on regular hours during all other times. They did say they're going to continue to work on restocking the shelves and will be ready to serve to the best of their ability. Good move on Giant. All right, it is Thursday, so that means we have Trevor with your Annapolis Makerspace Maker Minutes. No, we don't, because pretty much everything's been canceled. Uh, Trevor is not with us this week, but I do want you to go check out makeannapolis.org. It's just as it sounds, and find out all what Makerspace does. They do a lot of really cool stuff there. So that's your homework assignment for today. Go to makeannapolis.org and find out a little bit about Annapolis Makerspace. And of course, if you find that you're somewhere where you can give us a rating or a review, please do that. Leave us a recommendation if you can do that as well. And if you find what we're doing here useful to you during this whole COVID thing, let your friends, family know as well. Other than that, you need to hang tight. I've got George Young with your local DMV weather forecast. He's standing by, and he'll be here in just one minute. But first, a quick message from Solar Energy Services. Hello, Marylanders. I'm Rick Peters, president of Solar Energy Services. Have you been thinking about solar for your home or business? If so, now's the time. The economics of solar are better than ever, and there's no better source than the trusted team at Solar Energy Services. We're the local experts with the best reviews in town. We've been around for 40-plus years, and we'll be here even longer to back up the generous warranties we offer. Let me put the solar economics in perspective. A typical residential solar investment in Maryland has an annual rate of return between 8 and 12%. And where can you get 10% annual returns for more than 25 years with very low risk? Not in savings, not even in stocks. So make your smartest investment ever by installing solar now and enjoy the satisfaction of doing your part for clean energy. Don't wait another minute. Sunshine's a wasted. Call today, 410-923-6090 or visit solarsaves.net. Going out? You need the most up-to-date local weather. Here's George Young from DMV Weather in Annapolis with today's forecast. Hey everyone, this is George with DMV Weather and this is your Eye on Annapolis forecast for Thursday, March 19th. Yesterday was day three of nice days in a row this week. And while today we'll see temps jump up into the 70s, it'll likely bring some AM rain and possibly some additional PM showers as well. As the overall rain threat, albeit low on the whole, will linger through much of Friday when temps could hit 80 plus degrees for some in the region. But then a cold front will move through from the west, and that will bring below average temps Saturday and Sunday, despite plenty of sunshine each day with highs 50 to 55 on Saturday, and then only 46 to 52 on Sunday. As for next week, rain chances return the first half of the week with another cool, rainy day likely Monday, with highs only near 50, with an ongoing chance of rain both Tuesday and Wednesday with highs 56 to 63 for most. So make plans now to overcome the cabin fever that is setting in as we enter week two next week of our new normal as we try our best to get through this ongoing coronavirus pandemic. Okay, that's it for today. This is George Young of DMV Weather. Make it a great day out there and be sure to get our free app on all of your devices by searching DCMDVA Weather in the Apple or Google App Store and use our website at dmvweather.com and our Facebook and Twitter pages so you can always stay weather informed. This is TJ Smith. I'm running to be your mayor. I'm not a politician. I'm a lifelong public servant. And right now, in our city, there is no more urgent time to serve. We need to turn the page on corruption at City Hall that spanned a decade and be swift and bold in reducing crime and trauma. 
It's time we think different, Baltimore. We need to want more. We need to expect more. I'm TJ Smith, and with your support, I know that we can be more. Paid for by friends of TJ Smith, Carlton F. Senior Treasurer. You've been listening to the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. Tell your friends and colleagues this is the podcast where you can keep up on the latest with what's going on in Annapolis. And also tell them about our website, ionanapolis.net, where you can find even more information. This podcast comes to you every Monday through Friday at 7 a.m., keeping you informed with the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. And take a moment to listen to our other podcast, The Maryland Crabs, released every Thursday at noon.